winter till I barely Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Wake Up Your Life. That was Carbon Stone coming at you hard and fast with their song Scream. Now, you guys aren't used to me being on this many platforms, nor are you guys used to me being around on this platform either. You guys are used to seeing me at, with Wake Up Your Life on Facebook, only on my personal page. But I'm coming to a larger audience with my messages, come to a larger audience with my thoughts and my mentality. Now, this is a... Not basically non-filtered show and it's going to be respectful as well honorable now this session was supposed to be with a few other gentlemen but hopefully soon we are gonna get uh, our guest in here uh, sometime before the show ends and gonna supposed to be an hour one hour show so the three topics for tonight is religion which is not a faith faith based topic on it okay this is more of a the philosophical topic on faith and belief and religion in itself what the word means what it actually defines and what it is about or what it is done to you yeah and what it is also done to you as a person within your life this is basically to this is reality jumping up and slapping you in your face and waking your life up, like I've always said. Now, the second topic is kind of blended within it. Philosophy, and it's also about how does philosophy affect your life? How does it move you forward? How does it interact with your life? How does it actually come into the perspective of life and then on the third topic we're definitely going to be diving down into the rabbit hole about how does it how does life itself affect on when it's a down spiral or when it's an up spiral and how change can affect life as well but we're still coming in and everything. So. Oh, <clears throat> uh, give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. Our guest is. What's the one of them, bro? Yeah. Who? Mr. Goodbars himself. So they're going to go take a break real quick. <laughs> Be right back, motherfuckers. He is just managing it. <laughs> 
last song that's gonna be played is what do you come on come on load it's commercial it's gonna be commercial but it, the song itself is going to be from uh, sudden sudden death. sudden death confusion spell I know how to work it. do you want him on the meeting or not yeah Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> we're still coming in everybody fans can hear everybody together sweet <laughs> all right all right what up y'all so um I, we just got done seeing that you did a live releasing that new song out there like that i can't wait to have that on yeah man what, what to be honest that song's out right now you can go listen to that song right now on spotify nice i can I, actually i'm gonna go add that right right now while he do, does the show <laughs> yeah, because this yeah, most definitely yeah. See, this is primarily like you, how you and Will Savant do your guys' show. Okay. Huh? Now this is literally the topics are three different topics, like I tried to explain earlier to everybody during the months and that it is one. The first topic is based on religion, not the faith-based policy of it, but the actual philosophy of religion. How has it affected you? Okay. How has it changed you? Second topic of it is philosophy in itself. Okay. And how, okay. how like how like religion affect you in either a good or bad manner? Like some of the stuff that you've been through is basically like trying to have people wake up to other people like you who have amazing talent and people like him who own a company and stuff like that. The challenges and stuff in life that affect you in certain ways that people just will never understand unless they hear it from you yourself. That yeah. It's basically to dive deep into the mind of the person himself. Okay? Mm -hmm. To What's basically, for reality, to jump up and just bitch slap a person right in the face. Okay? Oh, yeah, that, that happens in real life. That happens a lot, and a lot of people don't know how to handle that. That <laughs> happens. This is based, 
basically about is to help them actually realize what they're doing in life and how can they actually that's the third topic is change okay change one, up one word topics all across the board that that coincide with each other okay so well, definitely which one do you want to start with hey man hit me with whatever bro hit me with your questions i'm i'm gonna answer my best ability you know me and um i'm a very simple person so when it comes to just speaking i just speak my mind and just continue forward well first off well, let, let's rip it out quick religion uh-huh okay what like what is the philosophy of religion to you what is it based off of and how has it actually affected your life and how has it changed you either for the better or the worst or how do you disagree with it yeah well to be honest i don't agree or disagree with it because it's written by so many different people like there's, there's so many things i i, I I'm not going to bestow the power upon me to say, hey, this is what it is. It's not it's not like that. But I can say this. I, I will respect it because it came from smart people. And for me, it is influencing me musically. You know, um, that's the main thing. Like I grew up down south in North Carolina, Baptist Church. You know, what I mean, like musically, I love music. That's my main attraction. And, that, and that, that's always been my main attraction. Being able to. That, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That, that's actually funny because one of my middle names is actually, I'm named after a pastor. His mm -hmm. name's Alton Merrill Sr. His son is the jazz player, Dr. Alton Merrill uh, Jr., that gospel mm -hmm. jazz player. I know that man personally. I grew up with that man, and he also helped raise me. That's uh, real. That's <laughs> real. See, see. Hell yeah. See, like my whole thing on religion was I, I was I was raised Baptist too because I was baptized in Tennessee. So you know mm -hmm. how down south, that's how it is. Yeah. So you're baptized in the river, you know, you're drowned a little and then you're supposed to be all good. <laughs> you know. But like it does get confusing, especially having my own four children that, you know, I don't want to persuade them that something doesn't exist because I want them to come up with a realization of their on their own. Like I want them to feel comfortable to express themselves when they're old mm -hmm. enough to understand better so right now i just teach them the old ways that i was taught so they can yeah most definitely because you have little ones you know what i mean yeah so i try to have when they get to a teenage level where they're like hey dad i just don't agree with you and i'm like well then this is to a point where i really didn't want to teach you that in the first place but you know it was better <laughs> than nothing <laughs> See, me, that's real that's real i was raised non-dominant non-dom christian okay mm-hmm and non-domination basically i held no sway on any baptist uh any of it okay and when i was coming up i was actually a junior minister before i converted over to the religion that i am actually currently now as a part of it okay my belief now is ordecai of odinkin and you can't really tell right now but you kind of can how we style our hair it's how we walk how we talk how we present ourselves as people okay and it's basically we live by the ways of odin thor loki boulder freya thar frey uh Fenir, all the norse okay 
but our philosophies are based in the Japanese Bashudo way, the 753 code. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's mainly based that's, that's, see, that's, 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 that's deep for me, bro. I, I don't <laughs> even know that. That's That's different. That's different. See, I learned it when I was going through my journeys in life, okay? Mm -hmm. And when I was actually studying Norse paganism, I also kind of got influenced by the Yakuza as well, okay? So, so like an oriental style? No, of... I was actually a member of them. Oh, snap. That's crazy. I was actually Gaijin. Wow. Which Gaijin actually translates... It does not mean outsider. It actually means Gaijin means non-speaking Japanese. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just, I didn't know that. Just like Gringo, it same mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Gringo means non-Spanish-speaking uh, person. Mm -hmm. Now the English language is it's crazy. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Now I do speak Japanese. I do also speak German because I went to the oh, academies. I went to the. I learned German through my father though. It was actually my mm -hmm. second language. Celtic Gaelic was my first. English is my third. Okay. Okay. So English is your third language yes, of, third of your language. whole spectrum. You, was it was it easier to learn or was it no, like it was just hell like hell no, dude. Gaelic oh, really? Celtic Gaelic, I picked up quickly, I picked it up fluently. And then I went over because Celtic Gaelic and uh Germanic is what I speak is the german style i speak is germanic it's not regular german uh -huh. it's old german okay you, oh, okay you you've got to basically hit like the highlands of scotland ireland you gotta hit like the uh like the really deep sectors of wales even so I got mm -hmm. a question for both of you so while you guys were growing up in the religious aspects our families all teach us or are supposed to, you know, be our conscience, and they teach us what they what they've been taught. Has there ever been a mm -hmm. time in both of your lives where <clears throat> you came to a realization that maybe some of the stuff was written before at a time where they weren't clearly understanding the world around them, so they kind of based it. Um, they tried to make it simple for the minds that were at that time, and that instead of evolving the word. It kind of, it kind of just got stagnant, and we just carried around, around like a rule book, like you would get in school. Did you guys ever feel that way? I'll let you go first, Mister Bars. Well, I, I'm definitely going to say this: we we're not living in that time. We have literally everything in our palm of our ha our hands. Like we don't have to like go hunt. We don't have to go live that life as a person that's in. Egyptian times like we couldn't we couldn't words didn't travel that fast as fast as they do today you know so for those for those quote unquote stories for things to, to be an acknowledgeable as it is today you know what I mean like that that shows you how strong it can be I can't I can't present it because everything's easy to us we knowledge is accessible like that back in the day you didn't have that back in those days even before back in the day like is that those are totally different times than we ever can imagine you know so like I said before, I respect I respect anything of history, and um and it's all and to be honest. Like I've never everything that I've done in my life, it was a decision I made. You know what I mean? It was a choice that I made. It was a decision that I decided to do myself. It was never it was never influenced by um 
an outside source, you know, like if, if I did something, I did something. So, um, even if it was to love somebody or be mad at somebody to fight somebody, it was always a decision for me. You know what I mean? It wasn't influenced by anything outside of that. Um, I've always had good experiences. Um, never, never, never nothing too severe. Um, I've gotten more, I've gotten more into like experiences where arise where I don't not feel comfortable. And it was not even because of, of religion or anything like that. It was just because of the situation that I just chose to be in and made a decision myself. Um, I think people, people try to make sense out of anything. I think that's the problem. Um, to be honest, like we, we gotta, we gotta just let live and live sometimes. And, and if you're taught that my, my mom taught me, um, we came from nothing. You know what I mean? I came from nothing. I came from North Carolina and, um, she, she just tried to work hard. Her and my father, they just did what they had to do. And, and that's, and that's the, and that's the part I appreciate for them. They, as, as a young, as young black citizens in America in, in the 60s, 70s and the 80s, you know what I mean? They, they did it to survive and, and they lived and taught their kids the best they could in their ability. And they did a really great job, I think, in my eyes. Shout out to mom and pop. And, um, but um, to be honest, religion was, it was more or less like, this is what it was. This is, we can't change this. We don't want to influence somebody else to be like this. It was just, this is what it is. You know, like, yeah, we can't change. I can't change nothing about anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, especially about something as, as intelligent. I, I feel like, like you said, like, that's the world they were living in. They were, they were considered olden people. So they, we didn't, we didn't ride camels, bro. We don't have to do none of that. We don't, we don't have to hunt. We don't have, I don't, I don't have to worry about that. I can't express that feeling that was happening back then. It was a whole different world. And I'm just, I'm just happy where I'm at right now. And, and everything's been positive on that spectrum, to be honest. Everything's been very positive. So I've never, every, anything I've ever done was always a choice of mine. See, religion influenced me in a different way, though. I actually mm -hmm. come—I actually come from the hood, and where I come from, back in the '90s, or like, mm -hmm. I grew up in the '90s. I'm—I was born in '89. I'm 32. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. I was and, born in the '90s. And when I was growing up, my hometown was not the safest place around. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You had shootings like constantly. You either had one of three choices where I come from: either be a drug dealer, mm -hmm. a gangbanger, or a cop. That was it. Okay. And when I was growing up, religion was my basic way to define. Okay, this is my outlet. This was what I could actually like influence people with. I could help out, and I had like. A feeling like I should be able to teach it as well so I got into theology okay and then I turned around and I said okay let's dive a little bit deeper a little bit further into theology and then I started studying into the older ways the Norse pagan ways and one of my friends who is Japanese he was like well I do know of a temple in Japan because he actually was from Japan that was up in the northern sector. That's crazy. That actually taught Norse paganism and the samurai code. So I actually took the pilgrimage with him over there to actually pray at the temple to be actually blessed upon the Ordecai way. And it's amazing, man. That's beautiful. Now, like, 
not to interrupt you, because you might get salty about this. <laughs> Auntie Cleo's coming. No, listen. Uh, like, if, like, I didn't feel like a person for the longest time, and I hate to say religion kind of helped do that. Um, um, it took away some, it took away, it constantly made you form more of a shadow self instead of your former self. So basically, like, anything that's taboo to somebody else, you kind of, like, hide back most of the time. And I wasn't able to do stuff like BTMX until I actually start following, actually, Mr. Goodbars and Sepsis. I actually didn't understand I had the power. I can do this for myself. I can help others by empowering. And I didn't find that until I was, like, 30, well, it's been, like, three years, five years since I've known you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, facts. It's been a grab. And uh, listening to him talk, listening to you talk, listening to Will talk, and the Will will put you in your fucking place, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I was hoping but it's to always, get Will. Like, always, and he does it all. What I like about it, even when he's getting to an automatic point, he never does it disrespectful. He never has to downgrade himself to do it. He doesn't push nope. the theology on you. And it's and that's what made me addicted to what you guys do because not only as a band is your music addictive, but as people. Yeah, most definitely. On. You're easy to cling on. That's why I kept trying to tell everybody yesterday. That's why I'm gonna keep telling. Them, join the swarm if you want people that are open minded like this, that, that don't give. Yes, please join Sepsis Swarm. swarm. Yeah. Well, yep. Join that, and not only that, you can go over and join their Discord. Not that hard. A lot of people over there are always talking. If you're a small business, they have places where you can promote yourself at too. Um, but the whole thing is, is, uh, religion was, religion was hard for me because I couldn't really express myself because I was mm -hmm. always, you always had that fear of upsetting somebody or crossing boundaries or saying the wrong thing. Yeah, most definitely. And until gotta I be at the right place. place. And I was full of hate because of this situation. And it was mostly because I was confused. I didn't know. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was people that actually were surpassed that they were actually true to the word they're not just doing this on camera but they're actually taking their words and evolving it in life like you guys do and uh mm -hmm. so i want to tell you guys thank you because i was like when i first found you i was in a, i was in a turning point in my life to where i was like going through the 30s where you know everything is just smacks you in the fucking face all your fuck-ups everything just comes at you at once and you're like <laughs> and then you feel like and especially yep. and then you got the people who said they care about you who use the religious matters to make this impression force that down your throat and then therefore you're still stuck with inside yourself you still have those demons that you just can't really physically deal with because then in your mind it's a taboo subject uh -huh. It's something mm -hmm. that you're not supposed to be doing to, you know, grow bounds. But as I progress watching you guys, watch how you talk to us, talking to fans even off the camera, you know, involving everybody in your lives and stuff like that. That's what made me realize that, you know, my points in my life were I don't have to base everything on religion because religion's not a matter to me. You don't have to. Religion's not a matter to me, so I really don't like talking about it. But... Because the way you guys helped influence me, I'm able to now help outreach mm -hmm. to so many different people because you show me that I had the power inside myself. You just have to have the will. And in order for you to get yes. the will to be successful, you have to understand that you have to let go of all the finer points of ignorance that's around you and focus on what's mm -hmm. right, uh -huh. what you think is right. And that is actually yep. a great point 
because that kind of takes us over to philosophy, though. But now, the whole thing is, I hear this all the time from every single person I talk to, and they all ask me, dude, how can you live the way you live, okay, yet you own a company that is Shonkudo Industries, and you can even look that company up. It is not no small company. The net worth is worth like 15 mil. Yeah. That's crazy. But I stay on another person's couch. I walked away from that entire thing. Because he was doing drugs. Mm. I was doing drugs. I was on alcohol. I was partying all the time. He was the rock star. Yeah. Literally. He was nah, be like that. It'd be like that. <laughs> he was that hassle like throwing TVs out the hotel window <laughs> and shit. Now, the crazy thing is, though, I still kept my bank account that was linked in with them. But I had mm -hmm. other stipulations that I actually had to go to the actual company itself to get approval so I could take any kind of money out. Now, Most definitely. here very soon, I'm not going to have that issue anymore because I'm actually stepping back because I grew up. Now, this is a company that's been around for 12 years, since 2010. Okay, we, don't, we didn't mm -hmm. do promotions. We didn't do anything like that. We were an outreach program, basically. Okay, we were like a nonprofit almost. Not really nonprofit. We were more of we would help out people. Okay, and if they were mm -hmm. able to do something, if they needed a job, even okay, we would help them find jobs. We'd help find out network, basically. Yeah, basically networking. Okay, <laughs> but we also had other businesses that we also talked to that were underneath Shankudo Industries that actually would be, uh, fund us or we'd have our own business like Shankudo 753 doing cu custom cutlery, cosplay, doing that kind of stuff. And that all came from my religion. Like that. That, that's what my way of expressing my religion is because with the Ordecai way, we believe in the way of the uh, Sumerians easiest way to understand explain it we don't believe in peace though we preach it but we understand that we are the warrior within the garden which means that we would preach peace but we are prepared for war at any time see that's where i learned from will and them over at sepsis that's where so many people go wrong this whole religious aspect you have to constantly be in guard that's where it holds people down if you want to be successful in a business especially like these guys are they're all their own companies they don't have nobody you know taking over their shit and you know and the reason why they do this and you can tell me if i'm wrong um and the way the way they the way they go about it is is if it's not affecting them to a point where it's hurting somebody they know or care about or somebody that something that they're trying to do it's it's just water on a duck's ass it's just gonna go away it's just Slide away. Always look Slide forward. Off. Always look forward. Don't look back. Cause, mm -hmm. and cause Mr. Goodbarsh knows about some of the things that you know transition that we've had to make um, recently. And uh, you know what? And I'll be honest. You know, I got almost into that bad state of mind where I was thinking like your warrior thing, fight back, blah blah blah. I'm you know mm -hmm. done. And Will, Will wrote. He's like, <laughs> no, listen, <laughs> look forward. This is mm -hmm. the time. And, then, and you guys probably went through this so many times finding different band members that actually fit 
and people within your companies where you've had to let people go in order to be oh yeah definitely definitely and how did you guys make that transition so much like was it was there ever a time where you guys felt like you were just falling off the path that you created well if you have the right mindset and and you're approaching it the correct way handling it as an adult you have nothing to worry about i've had multiple times where I've had like rap artists that were under me, like stab me in the back and everything. Like just totally, just like not like nothing we did. He used, used to take care of them, do everything I can in my ability to help them out and, and push for them. And um, don't get it twisted. I've had other artists that we just, we left neutrally and everything was fine. But it's some, it's some people on that list where you're like, hey, I can't deal with you no more. And sometimes you got to take the scissors and cut them off. And you can't let that, you can't let another decision or outside source make that decision for you. You have to stand up as a man or a woman or a business partner or a business person and say, hey, I can't have this associate or this friend around me. I got to get rid of them. Just like that. Okay. Let, let's talk on philosophy now. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to read something from my belief system, if you don't mind. And yeah, yeah, not bro. It's the actual 753 code itself. Okay. Now, you guys can actually see. I want to show TikTok too. (laughs) Okay. It's the legit 753 code. It is the seven virtues of a warrior, the five keys of health, and the three states of mind. Okay. Now, this is where uh, Motomashi Maramashi. He was the man who wrote the Book of the Five Rings. He was also known as one of the last samurais of his age and his era. Okay. There have been other ones, but they were not like him. An incredible time. Oh, yeah. Now... Oh, it was a different time. Oh, yeah. Resilience, courage, loyalty, honor, uh, politeness, honesty, and benevolence is the seven virtues of the warrior. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, now the five keys of health is... Oh, my eyes are playing tricks on me. So your hand's shaking because you're yeah. nervous talking to Mr. Good <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, man, we here, we here, we here. Uh-huh. Because uh, we have, uh, it says, ritual nutrients, proper hygiene, sensible exercise, positive attitude, efficient rest. Mm-hmm. The three statu- statuses of mind are... States. Uh, states of mind is Zenz... Zaychin. Yes, Zaychin. Awareness, uh, Mushin, clear mind. Mushin. Fushin, uh, and that's emotional balance. But my whole thing just mm-hmm. contradicts itself, though, <laughs> because how can you be a warrior, okay, and not be. Something mental is going to be fucked up. <laughs> I mean, you have to go out and attack somebody or kill somebody unless you were emotionally, like, untethered. That kind of eliminates, like, it contradicts itself. But that's the emotional balance, okay? With the Ordechai, with Samurai, this is where most people always get the whole... What it just said. Yes. Three things, one of us emotion. See, this is where everybody gets it all screwed up with the whole Bushido code, okay? Now, the 753 is basically a baseline, okay? You'd have to read Mm -hmm. Hasuk which is the way of a samurai, okay? Uh, I forget how to pronounce his name properly, but I'll pro- I'll drop it on my Facebook later on of what the books are that I've actually read, the three books that I read, 
and to help me understand that particular mentality, that particular way of life. Okay. I couldn't even imagine the life of a samurai. I couldn't even imagine, man. See, it it's crazy about, to think about. It's about meditation. It is about self-reflection. It is about not just only philosophy of life, but also philosophy of death as well. Okay. That's mm -hmm. where most people don't realize. Samurai were prepared to die at that moment. At any given moment, they mm -hmm. were ready to die. Okay. The name samurai does not mean warrior. Everybody gets that confused. Every single person in the world gets that confused, except for Japanese, who actually know. The word samurai means to serve. Mm -hmm. Okay? Means you are in service of someone else. See, that's why I like, uh, that's just why I like sepsis things, because they don't serve nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. See, see, <laughs> see even with sepsis, I, I'm not trying to hurt you guys or say something ill will, but even with you guys, you still serve somebody. Even if you are serving yourself, you are still serving someone. For you have to serve mm -hmm. someone to mm -hmm. actually still survive, still live. Even if it's yourself you're serving, you still have to serve one or another. Even if it's mm -hmm. a bandmate, you, when you're working with a bandmate, that is what the word to serve means, is to be of service and to be of help and of uplifting. Mm -hmm. And that is definitely, definitely. that that is literally what samurai were. They were people who were tasked with the great task of protecting the lands, protecting the farms, protecting homes, protecting the villages. That was their job. They were basically your ancient soldier, like the knights. Yeah, they were. That's they were, crazy. They were. That's warriors. crazy. To be a samurai in that time period. Oh yeah, and. This is why I connect so deeply with the Ordecai faith is because I feel like it actually puts a narrow road before you, okay? Basically where you can actually stay on track of whatever goal you have. It helps you mm -hmm. focus. It helps you mentally and physically. Okay. And Physically and mentally watching you in this last couple months, <laughs> you do not follow your religion, brother. <laughs> no, I've been up and down. It is not an easy road. I will be dead honest, okay? The Ordecai path is not an easy path to follow because you also got to think, okay? We're living in modern times. Yeah. And yes. with everything that's been going on with me, everything that my relationships, my company, my past, it all coming and want full circle to me, it kind of hits you, and you're not ready for it, so it throws you for a roller coaster. Yeah, like, how did you guys feel? Mm -hmm. how, have you ever had that moment when in your life? Like, I know you guys do a lot of shit. I mean, you guys do a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, my whole thing is, have you ever got, haven't you guys ever gotten to a point where, like, sometimes it was just, you're like, this is, this is just too stressful, and how did you come back from, like, what philosophies you guys use to like pull yourself out of that slump when nobody else is there to talk to you. I think, I think like being able to pull yourself into a positive state of mind, being able to see yourself move forward from a situation, any situation, you know what I mean? Just to be able to do that and have people who do believe in you, who do want to follow you, who want to be around you, that's the main goal. You know what I mean? Serve those people. Be be that assistant to that person. Let them assist you. 
grow um progress i've never i've never been to a point where um to say like oh niggas is after me oh my god like no nah, it's never been like that it's always been like what's the next move how can i progress um i've never been at a low 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 because I, I i feel like i'm super blessed I, I feel like i'm super duper blessed even even at my lowest of points i was still blessed to get a plate of food to be able to see my family members to see be able to see my friends to be able to get something from the store to have five dollars in my pocket i've been in the, at those points in those creeks so I always try to sort of see the positive things and try not to like cross any moral boundaries that I set for myself. That's the main thing. Like that's the one thing you can't you can't say about Mr. Good Bars. Good Bars ain't no teller. Mr. Good Bars ain't did no dirt to nobody in the wrong way. You know what I mean? It's no smut on my sleeve. So that's why that's why I live by and that's, and that's like like um like Ed was saying like it's it was a certain way you have to move about yourself when you when you lived in the nineties. Now since everything's presented to you in a way of it's right there in front of you like you could do whatever you want people have lost that that sensitivity part of it like being able to understand someone's plight and understand what someone's going through and being able to move forward if you got you it takes experience man like tr truly it takes experience to really understand what's going on around you and and we're all part of our environment if you throw a rock in the, in the pool it's going to ripple we even you in your own individual mind you are a part of the environment affecting someone else so you got to remember that that's the main key like you can't just wild out. That's my main goal. It's like to to be able to help the people around me and be blessed, man. Be thankful. You gotta be really, really, really thankful because it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. Now I, I got a key on that one. Me too. Me too. So because we used to have a saying back in the hood where I come from, and it it literally went like this: Stay humble within the rumble. For within the rumble. Sounds like Muhammad Ali would say. Within the rumble, you shall find your true self. Because in the moment of mm -hmm. death, you shall know who you truly are. Because in that moment, you see who you really are. Are you a flight or fight kind of person? Now, mm -hmm. my biggest thing was... Like Muhammad Ali would say. Yeah, Bruce Lee, actually. Bruce Lee said that? Okay. Bruce okay, Bruce Lee said that? Bruce Lee said it in a different way. Mm. Muhammad Ali has said it in a different way. But it's yeah, that's what, I, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, but it's basically saying if you do not know whom you are, if you do not know the philosophies of your life, try to look elsewhere. Try to actually ask upon others. Okay, have multiple philosophies because there's like seven different people I even look towards when it comes right down mm -hmm. to philosophies. Okay, I might study the and try to live by the 753. But the biggest thing I live by, the whole idealism of it, is I live by one quote and one saying, be beyond everything else, beyond anything mm -hmm. and everything I live by this saying, because I learned this firsthand living in the hood. I've been shot multiple times. I could even lift my That's shirt crazy, and bro. show you the bullet wounds. I've got one right here even on my arm. Mm -hmm. I've been That's crazy. on the gurney nine different times, almost dead. Just like three, four years ago, I was bleeding to death with only two hours to live in the hospital. <clears throat> and 
And you're blessing. You still here, bro. You still here. You still fighting through it. It's the blessings, brother, that I've had in my life. All the struggles, all the strife, mm -hmm. all the hardships I've had. It goes back to this one saying, the mistakes I have made have made me into the man I am today. For the man mm -hmm. I am today was is not the man I was yesterday. And that's why that's why we made a song called Yesterday Is In Me. <laughs> and I love that damn song. Yesterday's in you. That literally sings all. Okay. Appreciate that. See, so I like how Mr. Gabar stated, like you know, every time you got to be grateful for everything you get. But at the Definitely. same time, at the same time, you can't take somebody being grateful and their kindness as a weakness. No. Because a lot of people will do that, where they mm -hmm. they they work their. They, like, the best way I can express is they work their claws into you to where they, they make you feel good. They tell you lies, expecting to feed into your dreams. But when they're ready to rip out, they like they tear pieces off somebody. So like that's why I mm -hmm. love the way Sepsis sticks to my motto, the where you guys are always, you know, you do for yourself all you want others to do, you know. You treat everybody the same, no matter who they are, where they're from, what they look like, what their background is, you know, what music they like, what music they don't like. You always treat them with the same respect, no matter what the situation is. But a lot of people I'm noticing... Always, bro. And a lot of things I'm noticing is people are so used to having competition instead of uplifting. Everything's mm -hmm. a competition. Well, I, my company's better than yours. My music's better than yours. And you guys don't do that. You you, you guys uplift other artists. You mean, you uplift other companies. You're always about uplifting. Nothing about tearing someone down. But at the same time, in this generation, more people are willing to grab their phone than they are to yep. shake somebody's hand. Yep. Now. Or, you know, give somebody a comp, take five seconds to watch a video give it a like if somebody's hard work no they rather go on it and tell everything that's wrong with it not like no constrictive you know criticism just a straight up hatred and it is it seems like it's easier for people to walk the path of ignorance than it is to have an enlightening moment that you guys have taught me where if you want to be successful in life period you just gotta you, don't worry about the people that have their claws on you because they're just the demons that you're getting rid of to always look forward, never look back, because the only way, like I, we, me and you've talked. See that that brings me to one philosophy that I've actually, I've embraced it more lately than I have in the past. Okay, and this is a philosophy that I know you probably you you agree with, and it comes from Long Song, a Chinese uh, philosopher. He said, if you live in the past, you live with depression. If you live in the future, you live with anxiety. But if you live in the present, you shall be free and humble. And you shall also be in harmony. He also went on to saying another saying. And it goes, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. For that is why they call it present. That was in fucking Kung Fu Panda. It was also <laughs> an actual saying as well. <laughs> so what's going on in the background? You're, you're all right over there? Sorry. What happened? Oh, he, he, he gave you the thing the turtle told the, uh, from Kung Fu Panda, the whole present as a gift thing. It is actually an actual <laughs> oh, for, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't get the movie reference. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't get it. But it's an actual philosophy, though. 
Okay, that's the crazy part. I've actually watched Kung Fu Panda. I never watched, watched Kung Fu Panda like that. I never oh, did dude. get into that. <laughs> if you actually like watch that movie and pay attention, okay, they have a lot of realizations and a lot of philosophies that are embedded into that movie that the basic directors in that wanted people to actually see and understand and actually learn at a younger age because mm -hmm. people don't realize when you're younger your brain absorbs more okay the older you get exactly. the dumber you actually get because the older you get okay you're influenced with life you're influenced with the struggles of your life you're influenced with the hardships and the scars that you have of life okay and that's why I use philosophy as basically an outlet, a way to define what is different in my life compared to others. Okay, that's why I designed Shankudo Industries years ago. It was actually meant to be more of a moral bounds and a moral trampoline that I could actually bounce off of. And that's also given birth to uh, the Order of the Hood, an organization that I was part of, that I started, that literally is nothing but a bunch of people from the hood who got sick and tired of being gang members or sick and tired of struggling and striving for every meal that they get and living paycheck to paycheck basically to help each other out. If one of us is down in our luck, we jump in okay. and we try to help. I'm talking about this, like, Sepsis didn't hide the fact that they got their fucking car stolen, man. They had a lie. Exactly. You see Mr. Garbars <laughs> walking down the road. There was a homeless guy that felt bad for them. <laughs> That. <laughs> no, those are real things that happen, though. Those are real things that happen. You know, your car gets towed. What you gonna do? Exactly. And that's the one thing about us. We always show what we go through. We don't hide that. You know what I mean? Because we love. You know what I mean? Like we ain't got no reason to hide behind the camera. Everything we do is authentic and real. From being like from tickling a, a string on a piece of wood to playing the ivories to to playing the bass to singing to drums, we all do it for real, and that's the main thing we stick by. See, and that's what I love about you guys because, number one, you guys still go by that same philosophy, that same mentality. Staying humble, staying where you are still humble, okay? Still willing to actually show, yeah, we're only people. We're not, we might be big, but we're still humans. We're still humble, okay? Even musicians, and you, you might agree, you might disagree. But even musicians are samurai in a way. They are to, they are serving the community by giving them music to basically uplift them and to inspire them to do better, to give them a way out, basically. See, mm -hmm. I know what music does because, believe it or not, I was a musician 12 years ago, 13 years ago. I used to play guitar until I blew my hand out and my tenant that actually runs right through the middle of my hand right here actually snapped while I was playing guitar and I had to actually have it re yeah I had a samurai sword or a sword smacked across the back of my hand when I was like 13 14 it cut the tendon they was able to repair it enough where it was I was still able to use my hand and everything and I started playing guitar to basically <laughs> build up the muscle and when the muscle snapped I had to have them reopen it up and fix it again but after mm -hmm. that, I wasn't able to play guitar after that. 
and it basically put me in a slump that I just said, well, what's the point of life? And I went downhill and I stopped caring and I've lost a lot of friends on my path. And I always mm -hmm. tried to stay true to my philosophy of if hardships come to you, okay, you're going to have them in life. Don't mm -hmm. live in Definitely. the past. Don't live in the future. Stay right where you're at because the only way you're going to find peace, the only way you're going to find harmony is living right within that present. I think as a man, like, my hardest problem is, is walking away from a hostile issue. Like, <laughs> that's my biggest problem. Like, you're going <laughs> to come that's, at that's me like that. Like, if I'm helping you and you're going to come at me like this, I don't understand why. So now I'm confused and hurt mm -hmm. at the same time so now i'm not i'm not just only angry now i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> and, then, and then like you can't and it's hard it, it really was it, it's really hard for a lot of people to get to like oh well, i better walk away before i say something that's gonna ruin who i am but it, it and that's basically the way of staying humble though is your but, ac the action of walking away to step away from yourself basically to step away from that past and that comes into like the next topic change like when you did that mm -hmm. uh, i think it was mbk the mbk disc oh man <laughs> <laughs> yeah you understand i'm an actual fan i follow all your music um <laughs> um can i, can I, I explain that can i explain that, that yeah yes go ahead I'm all right so like way. as you guys know i am a battle rapper and um and, and I'm gonna tell you something, man. It's like it's like it's like one of the best sports I've ever been in. Um, I battled for uh, Verbal Wars, uh, not Verbal Wars on, but uh, that's in the future. But um, uh, Premier Rap Battle League. I've battled for East Coast Rap, and I battled for um, ECCM. And these are all New England uh, based battle leagues. So at that time, I was I was like going head to head with this guy called Swagadon. Now. I love Swagger. We cool to this day. He talks to me a little bit here and there. I, I talk to him. Some of the words I, I said, some of the things I said in that track, I meant not to like. No one's meant to get that. Get that like that. I was very. I was just. I was selling. I was selling a moment. I was selling a show. I was. I was pushing something. Um, to this day, um, I listen to it. I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Like some of the things I said. Like I. I shouldn't have said that. Um, but. To, to let you know that's that's what um ed's talking about in 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 battle or or in war when you're going when you're doing something you got to go all in and you know and that's and that, and that was one of the main things we did was we wanted to let him know you coming you come in to rap and we're going to make sure we rap and then may i tell you it was the most shittiest battle when i say the shittiest battle i've ever done it was the most i i unfortunately me thinking i'm a badass I smoke before I go to go battle rap this dude. Now he had a couple bars. He went first. He had a couple bars, and I, I did too. And if you don't know, this battle has not been released. It got shelved. That's how bad it was. It, they they were like, no. They kept the flyer up because it was fire. Like the the card itself was dope, but they like they shelved this battle. So if you ever watch this battle, you see me. I didn't even go for two to three rounds. And he didn't even either. Like he froze up too. Like it was bad on his part. So we kind of like chopped that. It goes to show you, like you think you were badass, but you really not. Like 
you can have something really humble you up and shut you up. And it was just some little bit of trees for me, man. So it, it just goes to show you, like, you can't, you can't like gas yourself. You can't gas yourself. You got to be humble when you walked in. And, and that's, and that's why I approached it. Like my battles after that, I, I, I got ready for myself. I was like, Hey, listen, man, you might want to be a little bit sober when you go do this because you got to you got to be on point. You got to remember your lyrics. You might want to walk in here with a stable mind. You might want to want to make want to be able to watch your back and know what's going on because it does. The situations do get intense. People do get punched at rap battles. Things have happened like that. So you got to be able to approach the rap battle with a great mindset. And I talk about this a little bit in my album um, of the Black Juggalo, which is coming out June 13th. And I talk about being a battle rapper and I talk about being able to turn the other cheek when someone says something they're not too like too fond of, you know, like, cause you know how people is when you rap battle, they're going to go on your Facebook. They're going to see who your friends is. They're going to talk about all you, where you came from, anything about you. So when, once you realize this and, and understand what battle rapping is, it's like, it's like how, how like you were saying, Ed, you, when you go into battle, you gotta be, you gotta be ready. When you go, when you go into war, you gotta be ready. So, and I, I, I'm gonna be ready for that, regardless. And then the next battle rap we got going on is um, Verbal War Zone. It will be to a beat. And now, if you guys, you should gotta go, you guys should go check out Verbal War Zone. It's a great battle league. Some of the New England people that I battle with and been in shows with and been in events with have been on Verbal War Zone. Um, one of the artists that I produce and engineer have been on B Verbal War Zone. So. I'm going to take my step out and I'm going to do and see if I can step in the ring over there on that side. So be on the lookout for that probably like the end of the year. And uh, we're going to get into it, man. We're going to see what this battle is about. I'm going to see if I can be a samurai, you know, and then stay, stay, stay cool to myself and, and, and get out there in the ring. So sometimes you, you do, we do, we do bring peace, but when we get into that battle ring, when we get into that battle ring, we come full effect, you know? So that's the main thing we like to do. Again, that's the black jello June 13th. Y'all go peep that. We're going to talk about it. Okay, now, th this is a main point, okay? Like, mm -hmm. with that simple thing, I've got a dude who... Yeah, but he did MBK yeah. dirty. That song was so fucking lit. Oh, my God. He ate him. You ate him up. And I, did, I didn't want to diss him like that. I didn't want to diss him like that. It was just... It I, was actually, <laughs> I actually know a battle rapper from Gary, Indiana. Okay. Okay. Nice. one of the Order of the Hood members. He's one of our the Order of the Hood founders as well. He was actually Oh, really? Movie. Okay. He was uh Gangster's Disciples. And oh, snap. Yeah. I'm ta I'm not talking bullshit. I'm talking real life, real life gangbangers, cats who have got bullet holes mm. in their body to even show you they could throw their shirts off, drop their pants, and you could see all their bullet holes. Okay, we're That's talking crazy, cats man. who to the rooms, man. come from the hood. I've got three other cats. You're beating around the I know, but back to the... <laughs> it comes right down to it, though. Okay, I've taught every single uh -huh. member, and this is the Order of the Hood's whole philosophy in that. Okay, mm -hmm. if you're going to go into battle, if you're going to go into a fight, humble yourself mm -hmm. before you step forward. Because there's a philosophy that... That's how I walk into a rap battle. battle. The, the, here's what the Japanese say upon it, okay? The mm -hmm. nail that sticks out may, will be hammered. Now, there's another saying that I love even more than that one. It goes, Mushi, the, a mind without mind. Basically mm. meaning <clears throat> you have to have a solid head, a solid foundation, and a, and a straight focus when you're actually doing stuff like that. And... I was taught 
when I was actually coming up in the streets myself that if you don't respect someone, okay, you're gonna end up in a ditch somewhere, okay? And that's the crazy yeah, but, thing. That kept but, me but, humble, but too. But wait a second. <laughs> Battle rap is different, though, because not only is it a verbal... It can also not, not get always very physical. A, not only is it a verbal uh, attack that you're doing, but it's also a mental attack. Because mm -hmm. when I was battle rapping, when this was, like, early 2000s, I was still in high school, and everybody didn't like it because I went too fast. At that time, Tech 9 wasn't around. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew that shit. Um, so I was too fast. And then all of us, but the whole thing was, is when, when you went to battle rap, you didn't go in there being serious. I couldn't do it being serious. I had to go on there being a clown because when you're a clown, they say the most dumbest shit about you because they're going off what you're looking like, what you're acting like. And then when you say something raw as fuck, they're like, oh, ow. Yeah. See? Yeah. I jumped in that bag. Yeah. You jumped in that bag. Yeah. So I'm like, That's, it's different. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, so, like, my whole philosophy for, for like, rap, rap battle, you have to go in and be, like, a jester. Let them think you're the dumbest motherfucker there, and then mm -hmm. show what you got. <laughs> See, I've yeah. actually lost... Bring intelligence to the front. I've lost... When it came right down to it, when a couple of my friends have done battle rapping that did get shot and killed for some of the stuff they did say, though. They were up in mm. Detroit. They were all... Different times. Detroit. One was over in uh, St. Louis as well. They were battle rappers, mm -hmm. and it, the rap battle got a little bit too heated, see, and it carried over too far. See, that's where people's unprofessionalism mm -hmm. shines through. Because yeah, if yeah, you gotta you gotta find contracts now and stuff like like release forms and stuff now. It's different now. So yeah, that, like that was a different time. So like like you've been inspiring me, so I've been getting back into music. I've been hitting the books, writing it up. But, like, when it came back to battling, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, it's a fight. No, it's it's more when when if you walk in with all your cards on the table, it's like playing poker. Everybody's going to know your fucking hand. So, mm -hmm. that's, when, when you go into a rap battle, you do your research, but you stay quiet. You stay that little funny-ass motherfucker in the background, and then when they bring you up the stage, and he's going by what he thinks he knows compared to what who you actually are, it, it surprises it's not only because now you're being ignorant, but now you're letting them show how much of an asshole they were. Yeah, and that's just <laughs> humble as well, though. Too. Yeah, like, I, I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm going to go on your Facebook and look at everything you did in the past five months with your baby mama and your family. I don't do that. I just come with true, authentic hip-hop. And I try to, I try to like, bring intelligence, lyricism, and aggression and presented it in, in, in some in some roots of myself, you know, like pe pieces of myself when I was younger, pieces of myself where I came from into battle rapping because now it's all about entertainment wise. It's all about getting your point across, being able to step up to the microphone and spit your bars. Like they don't play around. That's the one thing I will say about battle rap. If you come in there with some whack shit, they're going to let you know it's whack. They're not going to, they're going to go hold back. Battle rap now is about lyricism and really, really stepping up to the plate and showing people what's different from when you're rapping on a beat. Because like in Verbal Warzone, you rap on a beat. And, and that takes talent in itself, being able to attack someone intelligently and, and with aggression onto a beat that has been presented to you or given to you. Now, with, with the um, acapella style type of battle rap, you have free range. A lot of people call these things called a reach where they, they reach for a bar that they shouldn't be reaching for. Like it, it seems down the line, it's a bar that shouldn't be there. 
but they they do these things to express themselves and get to the next point but it's all about how you want to approach it i feel like and that, that the whole mbk thing like i just wanted to attack him that's that that was it like i, I wanted to do an all range and i wanted to sell the show that was the main thing for me like I like to sell the show. I like to sell the promo. I like if, if we got to talk to shit, we got to do a face off, anything like that. And un- I, you know, Ed, I'm sorry to hear it about, but about your peoples, man. That's different, man. That's different. Nowadays, it's about the entertainment part of it, and that, and that's the part I like about it. And I like bringing the show to people, especially when rapping on the beat. That's a whole different vibe. You you coming for the music at that point in time? So I do have a question. So um, the place that you're about to be, um, that people can go rap on a beat right now and be a part of that. Now, is that only look for the artists from your, you know, your side of the world, or can anybody go online and do that submission? Yeah, um, the the way you could do it is you could just go right there and hit them up. Um, Verbal Warzone, you could talk to those guys, man. Uh, they have a process that they go about. I'm not gonna reveal that process, but they have a process they go about it. And um, I think the best thing for for it to do is if you know a couple battle rappers, talk to them about it. If you want to get into the community of battle rap go to a couple battle rap shows go see what's going on be safe you know what i mean follow the guidelines but go to a battle rap see what's going on understand it some people or some of my friends has never been to one and i took them to a battle rap and they didn't understand what was going on they didn't they didn't they sat there and just let it go like like it was so Look, there was Johnny in the back. Yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, go to the next. Oh, now he got scared. He got scared. Yeah, go to the next. What up? Come on, Johnny. Don't be scared now. Don't be scared now. Hey, what's up? You all blurried out and stuff. See, see, I almost bought John socks before. He said he almost bought you socks. That's what he said. He almost bought you some socks. I almost bought his socks. Remember, Will was joking. Oh, they almost bought your socks. Yeah, Will was joking around one time of selling John socks. We're gonna buy them. Oh, you would, I guess bro was selling your socks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, yeah. With what I'm talking about with the battle rapping that my friends did, it wasn't really uh-huh. like how you guys do it, okay? It was actually, yeah, yeah, it's different. It's, I, that's that's definitely, definitely different. Yeah, I'm talking like to squash a fucking fight, okay? Two motherfuckers. Oh, like, we, that, we, yeah, we, see, we that's talk, a whole, see, you go, yeah, that's a whole different thing right we there. We're talking real life. Your ass is literally on the line, okay? Quite mm-hmm. literally. We, I had one buddy. He was uh, GD, and I got few friends that are vice lords. I've got friends in almost every gang, every organization, or every syndicate, however you want to call it, mafias, mm-hmm. all that. Okay, I am not somebody who just sits by idly and just stayed stagnant. Okay. I, in my organization, and I will proudly, proudly say this, because this organization has been around for 12 years. We have 17 million members in our organization. Dang. Now, our organization goes by a certain credo, certain codes that we live by, a certain philosophy that we live by, okay? A lot of Mm -hmm. the founders now have basically gotten families they've gotten lives of their own but regardless of how we live our lives okay we always remember our philosophies we remember our rules that we set forth before ourselves it was to basically Mm -hmm. keep us humble to keep us basically to a point where we are not gonna try to strive better than another brother if he's down in the dirt 
we're going to go down there in that dirt. We're going to pick that brother up, and we're going to drag him kicking and screaming if we have to. So, to where he needs see, to get. See, that's what sepsis does, though, too. So sepsis and Mr. Guy the Bars and ISTG. If you pay attention... I if have. One, if one of their teammates, and I've been I've been watching them for five years closely, I used to blow up profiles, <laughs> making sure I yeah, word. making sure they got around the world because it was worth it. Because you want to know why? Every time somebody fell down or was talking bad about themselves, they would actually used to stop their lives and talk to that person to make sure they were okay, and then they would come back on live. Or you would see like. Mr. Goodbars or Will or Melissa disappear off the lot, and they would actually physically get a hold of that person to make sure that if they were okay. Because if you pay attention to everything they do, no matter if it's from battling to making beats to gaming uh -huh. to concerts, to, they're always trying to take somebody up with them instead of kicking them underneath the yeah. rug. Now with the Order of the Hood, Definitely. okay, and Shankuru Industries, we still live by that warrior in the garden philosophy too, though. Okay. We are always prepared, okay? Doesn't only mean just a fight. It also means if, like how you guys even do it, okay? If somebody is hurting, if somebody's in trouble, you got to be prepared for, because that's even a fight in itself, too. That's what people don't realize is mm -hmm. to help somebody out. You can lead a horse to water, but you ain't going to force that horse to drink because if you try to force that horse to drink, you're literally going to drown that horse, okay? You're going to drown that horse, and you're going to end up killing that horse. Okay? Now, that's why, like, the whole Shankudo 753 name came to be, okay, is because of my original name from Shankudo Industries. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we're past our time. Yeah. Mr. Goodbars has a lot of things to yeah. do. You know, they do, they do a lot of lives, and all that, mm -hmm. work lives, projects. So I told you when you got this live, uh, oh, fuck, you better get straight to the point. You beat around the bush too long. <laughs> but I'm going to end this with the same saying I always end my other lives with, with my project Truth as well. And I like that. Yeah, go ahead. I always end the lives with one quote, one saying. Do not look at another person without looking at yourself first and facing your own demons within yourself before judging another person upon any matters that you may feel or have any actual action or any voice upon. Always face your mm -hmm. own demons and face yourself in the mirror before you face anyone else with their problems. Because if you cannot fix yourself first, you cannot fix someone else. Yo, I appreciate that, man. And that's, that's all some wise words, yo. I appreciate being on the show, yo. Real talk, William. Ed, it's always a pleasure, y'all. Thank y'all for letting me have, let me be here and um, talk about what's going on in life and a little bit of philosophy here and there. It's, it's always a pleasure. Anytime, like for the next show, I'm down to go um, drop on for two. Any other show that's going on, let me know. If I'm available, I'm available. Y'all know how I do. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, so with Mr. Goodbars, thank you so much. But don't forget that he just got done releasing a brand new song on all music platforms, correctly. Yes, yeah, it's, it's well, it's been out for a while on all music platforms. It's called A Different Cloth. And I think you'll like this too. I go deep, I dive in deep about myself. And um, you can see my big brother, Beneficial Bane Carter. He is the um, featuring artist on it. It's called A Different Cloth. It's off the uh, album City of Champs, uh, which was brought to you by Sean Perrion of uh, YHL Young Hustle League, featuring his son, um, Destroyer. And they make a group called LFLS, like Father Life Son. 
So you get you get um you get a, a modern day version of hip hop and then you get an old school version. So it's always good, man, to bring people and their family together, especially to enjoy music. So that's the main thing I like to do. And um Ed, Billy, I appreciate y'all, man. You guys doing a great job over there, man. I salute to y'all. I'm gonna slide up out of here, man. Y'all take it easy though. Have a great night, all right? Yep. Yep, you too. And real quick for everybody out there, I end all my lives with this saying. And you said that the last now, <laughs> this is the prayer that I throw out, okay? Uh -huh. As above, so below. As within, so without. As a soul, so the universe. Blessed be unto thee. All right, all right, all right. I'll catch you guys all on the take next it easy, one, man. though. All right, you have a great night. Thank you guys for all showing up for his very first show and being supportive. Don't, for, don't forget, go follow Mr. Goodbars. Go follow Sepsis. If you feel lonely, go join the swarm. There's no excuse to be alone. You have BTMX, you have Sepsis, you have the swarm. There's no reason why you guys shouldn't have either good, good content or people to go listen to or interact with. So don't forget this. Go check out the Substance Discord. Go check out the Substance Pages. Go check out Mr. Goodbars. Go check out Young Hustle League. Check us out. And if you guys are brand new, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like, and follow. And do that for Mr. Goodbars as well. <laughs> uh, we also need you guys to start paying attention to ICG a lot more. Because I see a lot of you saying you love it, but I don't see you in live. So get mm -hmm. to it. <laughs> <laughs> ICG, right. man. Y'all have a great night, man. Peace. Peace. We have never been accused.
I can help you come. 